You're listening to CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh people. You're listening to The Self-Advocate with Allison Klein. You can find me on Facebook at Allison Mira Klein and on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Mira. This episode, we're talking about the election and voting rights for people with disabilities because, of course, the federal election for Canada is coming up right around the corner in two weeks, if you can believe it. So I thought this time we should talk about voting rights. Talk to me on social media. Give me a plug-in. What did you think? What do you think about the election? What do you like about being able to vote? So before we talk about voting and voting rights for people with disabilities, let's put on our theme song, Possibilities by Key Sarah.
The song you just heard is Possibilities by Key Sarah. Key Sarah is a mother-daughter duo from Ontario, and the daughter who is singing is on the autism spectrum. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. This episode, we're talking about voting rights for people with disabilities, why it's so important. My first guest today is Michael, who is a self-advocate, an inspirational speaker. He lives on Vancouver Island, and he is a very, very much so a self-advocate. So I hopefully you'll have so much fun with him and talking to him. Thank you so much for being on our show, Michael. You're welcome, Allison. First off, what inspired you to become a self-advocate? Well, uh, oh, yeah. the answer is simple, and yet somewhat complicated. Um, simple in that um, I wanted to I want to live an independent life. I want to have a life like every other person in North America, around the world, Canada, BC, Vancouver, Vancouver Island. Complicated that I had to um, take another um, innovative, innovative courageous approach to how I would advocate for myself. Um, simply put, I, 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 got, I got tired of, of, of waiting for the traditional advocacy approaches to work for me. Um, People should know that I'm a pretty impatient, intense, somewhat rebellious kind of guy in that I'm, I want things to happen now, not two, three, four months from now, or four or five years from now, or a decade from now. So I, I basically took my own, own approach. When I mean rebellious, I'm not talking about rebellion against the world. Uh, I'm talking about rebellion against my own my own thoughts, feelings, limitations, fears, and and uh, condition. And so I push myself to see how able I was as opposed to being told by society how limited I was. So that is, I, I hope that kind of made sense. Uh, my advocacy, my self-advocacy approach wasn't so much about lobbying, it was more about action. And the action I took was through um, entrepreneurialism. Um, I use small business as my vehicle to um, advocate my position. I use small business to 
Schön sei es meint mit sei es What we think and see in this man is not who and what he is. So I, I think that's kind of a snapshot of where my advocacy started. And, and, and one um, I grew up uh, in a family where we really didn't talk about advocacy. We just talked about going out and doing it. And, 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 and I guess in some ways forcing, forcing the traditional able-bodied mindset to accept something different. I love that. I love that idea of not just talking about about being a self-advocate, just going out and doing that. That just warms my heart. And I love that idea. I think I try to do that as well in my own life, just going out and doing it, not just talking about it. You see, I, I, I may say something uh, progressively provocative here, but what, what I started seeing when I was in my early 20s, I'm 58 now, but about 35 years ago, I, I, I realized that the, the, the so-called disability or the challenge that I had wasn't really created by me and my body. It was created by the low awareness, coming the low awareness, the lack of understanding, the ignorance, the whatever you want to call it, enabled by people. Another one that created my challenges, um, I, I, I think that, um, I won't think, I'll, I'll assume that most people who are listening to this show who have a unique challenge, and pardon me if I say unique challenge, I, I'm not really, I read no even disabilities. I think it's more of a challenge that people are dealing with. Um, the, the, the disability is an is a, is a easy-peasy way of just labeling people into a, a, a box where we kind of keep them closed in and not allowed to flourish. So again, back to what I was trying to say, um, People, so my my challenge wasn't, let me rephrase this. I know what my body can do. Every day I try to do something more, I learn more about what it can do. Our bodies are, are a mystery. Every, every day is a mystery as to what we can do next. And when we push ourselves, the more our bodies, the more we become aware of what we can do. So what I'm trying to get to here is, is that um, the able-bodied person doesn't understand the magnitude of what I can do. So, so in, their, in, their, in, their, 
unusiness or whatever it is in their minds, they attach disability to me, which creates all kinds of, of hurdles, barriers, challenges, of which I don't create, and I feel I might be rambling here a moment, but ultimately, in my mind, my biggest disability, if I have one, my biggest unique challenge, if I have one, is created externally outside my body by the mindset of able-bodied people or by people who don't understand or know who I am. I think that goes a long way with a lot of people who are being protected. I think that a lot of the times as well with others, I'm going to interject here, with other people with disabilities as well. I have a learning disability and not only does the outside world don't, not necessarily understand what learning disabilities are or any type of cognitive disability, but they also don't, the outside world doesn't always understand the, the innate, innate parts of having a physical disability like yourself. There are limitations with, with the disability that are from within, but there's also the environmental factors there as well. So that causes issues. Yeah, I, I also think there's a lot of people who just don't want to know because they don't want to have to deal with it. And we're pushing aside because if I have to deal with this, you know, I become scared more than I'm going to make a screw up. I don't know what that and how I handle this. And there's an insecurity around people who are able-bodied people, dealing with people who are uniquely challenged. And the more, I've always, I've always encouraged people to ask me lots of questions about what it is I'm dealing with and, and how I'm just, I mean, um, Cerebral palsy is just like me having uh, brunette colored hair being 5, 11, 187 pounds. It's just it's part of who I am. And, 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 and that's just, and, and the world, and all that, and all for the world would be wonderful. It requires a whole bunch of uniquely different people. So. Yeah, and that's a great part for a small break. Don't go anywhere because there will be more on the self-advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alvin Klein. Vancouver Co-op Radio 100.5 FM is political. Co-op Radio is poetry. Co-op Radio is tango. Co-op Radio is gay. Ecology. Comedy. Feminism. Philosophy. Yoga. Reggae. Bicycles. Trade unions. Gospel. Live. Local. Asian. African. Vancouver Co-op Radio is community. Your community. Vancouver Co-op Radio. CFRO. 100.5 FM. All different. All the time. 
you're listening to The Self-Advocate on Co-op Radio, PFRO 100.5 FM, with your host, Allison Klein. You can find me on Facebook at Allison Mira Klein, and on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Mira. Today, we're talking about elections. Federal election is coming up soon. Voting rights for people with disabilities. So I'm talking with Michael right now, who is a self-advocate. We just talked about the difficulties of having a disability in the world, being a self why he became a self-advocate. So I'm going to change the tables a little bit, Michael, because the elect federal election is coming up, and we did talk about how how hard it is to in the environment it is to have a disability. How hard is it for people with disabilities in self advocates like yourself who have physical disabilities to go out and just vote? Well, um, my mobility is quite. Um, well, I, I would say it's um, not very restrictive at all. Um, I walk, I drive, I, 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 I do. I, I, I used to run out when I used to be because of my age. So um, physically, um, getting around town, running around um, to do things, is that not, not that much of a challenge for me? But I, I, I think, oh, I know voting is really important. And um, I remember um, the last election, I was speaking in Smithers, British Columbia. I live in the Nanaimo area. I, um, I did my, uh, my afternoon. My afternoon speech. I went to a polling station and was told I couldn't vote because I was not in my own riding. I I was supposed to vote in a normal riding and couldn't vote because I was in a Smithers riding. Um, that really bothered me a lot because I feel. I've always voted, but um, this was the one time I never actually could vote because I wasn't in my hometown. I felt really distraught about that because, oh, it's a silent way of communicating. One vote still has a lot of weight behind it. And um, I think people who are challenged, whether it physically, uh, mentally, uh, emotionally, whatever the challenge is, they should take some time to understand who would be the best person in their line to represent them. Now, I'm not, I'm not uh, going to divulge how I'm voting because I'm still, um, I'm in, a, in some of a moment of questioning 
which person in my mind is most likely to listen to me, a person, and take me seriously. Uh, I, I think someone who is open-minded, genuine, and will give the time of day to respect and listen to you is the person to be voting for. Um, I'm not sure I'm not sure whether it's the party we should be voting for, whether it's more the person who's going to be advocating on our behalf is the person. I guess you know what we that's a, a, a convoluted way of working out this thing. I think it comes down to who is going to take you seriously when you walk into their office and treat you like a person. That's always what I work out first. And then the party. I think that is so important, is, is who is going to listen and represent the, the needs of the people who they're representing. For example, people with disabilities. The huge issue for all of us is, are they going to really be, um, be representing us and listening to our our thoughts and our feelings. One of those things, it's so difficult, isn't it? I, I'm, a, I'm a real bit of a political junkie, and I actually enjoy watching the, the debates and stuff and, and the process. I, I almost enjoy it as much as I enjoy watching hockey and football and baseball on TV. But, but what I find difficult is um, what kind of choice do we have? I mean, I mean, uh, I think, oh, I feel talk is cheap. Actions are worth more. And so whether it's liberal, conservative, Green Party, NDP, Whatever, I it's a person who's going to act on your behalf, what, who you feel is going to treat you as an identified individual, not as um, someone who is less than. It's a person that you should be looking at. And maybe, maybe those people who are listening should email, should email all the um, candidates and say, look, this is who I am, this is my challenge. How are you going to treat me if you're out there? Are you going to listen to my concerns? Are you going to make it more affordable for me to live in this country? Are you going to make it more, more accessible? for me to move around my neighborhood. What are you going to do for me and, and people like me? What are you going to do to help me? Like you said, 
important as well. What are you going actually going to do? What is the actions you're going to do for my type of disability? I think that's very important during this election, especially for this election. Well, you know, I don't know whether it's me. Maybe you know more than I do. I mean, I've listened pretty closely. And followed pretty closely. I don't hear a whole lot. You only hear about child care and the environment and, and this and that. I really haven't heard a lot said about how they're going to make society more able or more accessible or more, more open to people who have, uh, who have unique challenges. I mean, the last time I looked at Allison, and maybe this, um, statistical percentage has changed, but the last time I looked at this, um, there was a statistic that said every, any given population in society, wherever they went, wherever they may reside, 17% of those people have some form of unique challenge, i.e. disability. And so, so I, I don't know, I mean, that, I, 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 I looked at that statistic several years ago. So 17% of any given population, that's a lot of people when they come to think about it. You know, I'm going to throw a curveball out here. And then you may, you may laugh at this. One of the things I've often thought about was, and this is just a, uh, I've thought about this. I haven't actually done it, and maybe I may create something here. But I've always thought, well, why don't people with disabilities start their own disability party? And, 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 and there are people buy into it. I think that's a great idea. We've only got seven percent of the population behind us. We need another 20, maybe 25, and all of a sudden, you're in the neighborhood for, for uh, governing the country. I mean, I mean, if you think about how many parents there are who have children, who are challenged and disabled. Now, all of a sudden, that 25% starts to shrink to maybe 10% to go. And so, I mean, I'm just, this is something I've been thought about. I mean, maybe it's something that needs to happen. Maybe, maybe it's time for people who have lived with these challenges and disability and, and let's face it out people who are challenged and live with disabilities are incredibly smart innovative creative people who are constantly having to overcome challenges that aren't their own and so that's just a thought i think that's a, that's a wonderful idea for because like you said at least 17% of the population in any given country has some form of disability. We need our, our own voice to be heard within within our community, within our country, within the world. 
And I don't forget all those people have parents, okay? So there's, there's two weeks for every child. There's two, there's two people who are parents. So to know the numbers start to add up, but it's just a one. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone like you or I should maybe think seriously about how that would work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that'd be... I think you should do it, So, one other question to wrap up. Because it, it is the election coming up so soon, what do you hope after the election for, for people... What do you hope will happen, and and what do you hope for the future of Canadian politicians to help people with disabilities? That's a real weird question, and I have a lot of mixed feelings and thoughts about what could happen and what would happen and what won't happen. Um. Well, you know, now that, that, that is just a brilliant question with all kinds of possibilities. What I would hope happens is that there are some elected politicians who will listen to people like you and I. What I'm worried is that let's fall up in the euphoria of what's happened and they'll be they'll be drained into the bit over environmental issues which are really important, housing issues which are really important. But I mean the deficit issues are going to be really, really important. Maybe what I hope for somehow, somewhere, when we're having these moments of consultation and great debate, one or two of them will have a, a, a brain. Probably <coughs> <coughs> a brain when they. They say, hey, what about those people? What about that 17% of the population that seems to be forgotten somehow? And I, I really wonder how much they really think about us. That's just a thought. How much do you really think about this? That is a great thought. How can the listener get in touch with you, Michael? Well, I, I have an email. Um, my email is michael at michaelboyalado.com. 
You can go on my website at www.michaelswashboilerio.com and the name Boilerio is a bit of a challenge and um, maybe uh, uh, I like to rest and spell it out to the world. I'll do it, I'll let you do it. Um, but I do have a website, I have an email. If people want me to come and rally the troops and, and motivate or inspire and educate or help people um, become stronger self-advocates and uh, more, um, I'm not a traditional advocate and I'm a lot of governments, I'm more of an advocate that um, promotes action and for and creates education by what I'm doing, not by what I'm trying to say. See, actions are much stronger than words. And when people act, people not only listen, they also observe and change their minds. So I've been, I'm always open to doing that. So it's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at M-I-C-H-A-E-L-B-O-R-T-O-L-O-T-T-O. So go check Michael's website out. Go check him out. Go check how he has become a motivational speaker, a self-advocate for people with disabilities. Thank you so much, Michael, for talking with me. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime I can help you, Allison, please let me know. I'm always open to a conversation. Um, we always converse about something. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll do whatever I can to help. So don't go anywhere. There will be more about the election on the self advocate on CFRO Co op Radio. 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. Did you know that Vancouver Co-op Radio CFRO 100.5 FM has over 90 different shows produced by over 350 community members? This wide range of programming produced by our diverse group of programmers ensures that we have a show you'll love. We have shows on feminism, spirituality, disability rights, politics, unions, and parenting. We play jazz, indie rock, reggae, blues, and folk. We broadcast in a dozen different languages and have more First Nations programs than any other radio station in Vancouver. Find your show on Vancouver Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. All different, all the time. I hope you like my interview with Michael, who is a self-advocate. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. You can find me on Facebook at Allison Mira Klein and on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Mira. Unfortunately, 
due to time constraints, I could not get others to talk about voting and voting rights for this episode. But if you want to know more, there are many other disability organizations who are working for voting rights and for accessibility for the federal election. This includes the Council for Canadians with Disabilities, the CCD, the Self-Advocacy Learning Network, S-A-L-N, the Canadian National Council for the Blind, CNIB, the BC People First, and the Samiamu House, which is in in Surrey. You can go check those out. Also, there is also Inclusion BC and Inclusion Canada. Both of them will help with accessibility as well. Go check these organizations out. So, instead of having another interview, I thought of putting some music in to charge you and get you motivated to voting. The first song is by Black Flag. It is called Rise Against. This next song is 
Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today Picket lights and picket signs Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see The last song that I thought of presenting uh, 
and to get you motivated to go out to the polls and to go vote is public enemy fight the power yet our best trained best educated best equipped best prepared troops refuse to fight matter of fact it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight
check this out, man. I hope you enjoyed the special election edition of the Self Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you liked. Get in contact with me. Talk with me about this special show about the election. You can find me all on my social medias. Don't be shy about talking to me. To end out this show, let's play our outro theme song, Better Miracle by Kiprios. Kiprios is a Vancouver-based rapper. Even though he does not have a disability, this song talks about having a better tomorrow, but not a miracle. Enjoy more programming, everyone. Today, my window, the sun, came through today was the day i thought i'd look to my window felt the pain that i knew the sun heard about it when he came to came through good looking out i needed you today was the day that didn't need rain my window looked to me to make a change the sun rising to the occasion came through good looking out i needed you oh 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 Within myself, I'm gonna be okay. Remember, back then I've come a long way. The dream may never ever be the same, but came true. Get here with you, and that'll do. I know the road I'm on is not an easy way. Remember that I will define the path I take. The dream, yeah, I'm a dreamer. What can I say? Came true. Get here with you, and that'll do. I feel it's in my fingers. I know it's in my soul now. Don't need, I don't need a miracle. Just want to get a bit better. I feel it's in my fingers, I know it's in my soul now Don't need, I don't need a miracle, just want to get a little better oh, oh. I'm not asking for a miracle, oh, oh. just want to get a little bit better Doing fine getting by Cause now's the only moment mattering in life Today, 
for the day, only the day. Yesterday, never the same, never the pain. In time, love and learn to burn it to the night. Cause now is the only moment mattering in life. I feel it's in my fingers, I know it's in my soul. Now don't need, I don't need an evil code, just one. Get a little better. I feel it's in my 